Welcome back to the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On and Rob Attrell. And our guest today is a friend of the show, Monica Haberl. Hi. How you doing? Hey. I'm doing pretty well. How are you? <laughs> not bad. Not bad. When you say friend of the show, it makes it sound like <laughs> she's been here before or she gives us stuff. What do you mean by friend of the show, Amon? Um, she's she, she friend gets, of the host. She gets along with the show itself. Mm-hmm. Would yeah. you agree, Monica? Like I, I think, guess so. I think <laughs> spoken like a true friend. So. <laughs> I when, guess when the show's playing, she probably talks back to it. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. You know, sort of like pr- yeah. producer Zach. We get that every now and again mm-hmm. from pr- pr- producer Zach. Yeah. I agree. He, there he is. There we go. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> so, Monica, we're going to talk about um, some of the stuff that you're doing, uh, where you've moved and sort of come back, and you, you were born and raised in Ottawa as well, and want to hear all about that. Uh, but first, we have some beer. So, Rob, what are we drinking? Uh, this week, we are drinking a beer from Forked River Brewing Company. I actually have no idea where this brewery is situated, uh, but I do know that they have a ton of beers. Like, they have, I've never heard of this brewery. None of us have, but ooh. they have like 40 beers. Was that uh, an ooh, yuck? Or like, whoa. Oh. Incredulously. It, they're, they're, hell. Okay, so they're from London and uh, Ontario. London, Ontario, yes. And this one we're drinking is called the Full City Coffee Porter, which is mm. 5.6%. How's Excellent. It taste? I think this is my favorite kind of beer coffee porter or vanilla porter. It's, uh, I like the strong coffee taste yep. and the severe lack of hops. It goes <laughs> yeah. very nicely. I also yeah. feel that way. I'm mm. not an IPA fan, but these dark beers are nice and sweet. Yeah. 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 You know what I've been finding now? Because I've kind of recently discovered I like stouts and stuff. But when I go into a bar and I ask for a dark beer, they'll offer me a bunch of amber stuff. Yeah. Because uh, it's incorrect to say dark beer, apparently. And so I end up drinking amber half the time because I'm, I won't correct myself. Sorry, what are you you're supposed to say? Porter? Yeah, porter or stout, I guess. Because I say, what do you have for dark beer? And they're like, oh, could you say be 1885? And like, I'll see someone I, drinking uh, the darkness later on. I'll be like, mm, I guess it counts <laughs> as dark. That. Like ambers are dark in color. I think that's. Yeah. I, mean, I think for servers, maybe that's what they. That makes sense. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Because I'm not always feeling a porter. Because I mean, it depends. Am I eating? Am I looking for a couple beers? You know. Sure. So anyway, I find dark beers are actually like the easiest to drink after a lager. Like at, mm, they okay. just they go okay. down smoothly easily. Okay, right. I get that. Yeah. Makes sense. A lager like what, Monica? What kind of what would be your ideal uh, sequence of beers? It totally depends on time of year. <laughs> <laughs> so like right now, yeah. yeah. Right what, now, yeah. right now, I like to start with a dark beer. Yep. Like a so an amber. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> a stout. Okay, a stout. Okay. Usually, oh, stouts yeah. are what I what I go towards. Oh, yeah. And then after one or two, I'll get like a cream or or a redder one. Yep. Yep. And then if I keep going, it's all lagers from there on out. It's just chaos because it's just it's just easier. Right, sure, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> to keep on going. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Go but, ahead. Before we wrap up the beer segment, I will let you know this is uh, actually brought to you by Brew Donkey. They are a great local company that can take you to craft breweries or bring craft beer to you. And each of their tours brings you to a few local breweries. Uh, they include beer samples at each location, as well as a packed lunch and even sometimes donuts from Suzy Q. Or you can take advantage of their delivery service where they will bring craft beer to your door and they can even return your growlers for you. Uh, so if you want to win a free Brew Donkey tour, uh, you can get it, uh, and you can enter to win a free ticket at ottawapodcast.com slash brewdonkey and answer the question listed. I will tell you that this week's question is what local craft beer 
would you like to see on tap in every bar in Ottawa? Okay. Very nice. Thanks, Rob. Mm-hmm. And Monica, you're eligible. You can enter that. You can. Okay. Even as a friend of the show. It's true. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Special treatment. <laughs> I mean, friends of the show are encouraged more than anyone else. If you're not a friend of the show, then you probably won't either won't hear this. Then or you don't want them to win. Exactly. <laughs> they could be entering spitefully. I think so. So, Monica, let's learn about you. Uh, I just, I like cutting off Keegan. Um, Don't we all? Tell, uh, tell us about yourself, first of all. Uh, you know, where, you're from Ottawa, yeah? Yeah, so I am born and raised in Ottawa. What part? The suburbs. <laughs> Nepean, so like Crystal Beach. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Crystal Bay. Um, so like Dead End Street, cookie cutter houses. Yep. Pretty exciting area of Ottawa, I would have to say. (laughs) And that's where I met Keegan, so that adds to the excitement. (laughs) Yeah, I was a party. Hmm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I grew up there, and then I knew I wanted to leave. (laughs) 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 So when I was 18, I headed off to Kingston and went to school at Queen's and spent seven, eight years there. And then I did a short stint in Toronto for nine months. Um, in where, sorry? Toronto. Okay. Toronto. I, I heard Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Toronto. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Go ahead. Sorry. I do. I do not use the last T. It's all right. No, it's common. It's good. Anyways, then yeah. I, then I got a job back in Ottawa and I'm finally living somewhere interesting. I live in center town, so I'm excited to rediscover the city. I've only been back for four months, so. Yep. I still have lots to learn about what there mm-hmm. is to do in Ottawa. So this is the first time that you've lived in Ottawa since you were 18. Correct. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed any differences since you left? Uh, I'm over 19 now, so... You notice that about yourself? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, Not so everybody does. I can now check out the <laughs> bars and restaurants and that kind of thing, which oh, yeah. I didn't do when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I did very infrequently when I was 17. There, okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Are we being fully honest with this podcast? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Not that much has I've noticed is different other than it's expanded out more. Like I used to be really far on the edge of the city. But now when I say I live in suburbia or my parents live in suburbia, like it's not even as far as Canada. And there's so much more that comes. Canada is its own city practically. Yeah, that's huge. Okay. And I'm. Don't know as much about the East End, but I'm sure it's expanded the same way. It absolutely has. Orleans. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Keegan. <laughs> that's the that's the Canada equivalent, I would say. Okay. Right, Rob, you live in Orleans. I live in Gloucester. Yeah, there's a difference. Oh, maybe I'm thinking Gloucester. One of those two. Mm. Gloucester is fairly central, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing for work, uh, Monica? Um, I work at a think tank in Ottawa. Okay. It's a think tank, but basically <laughs> I just get to be a grad student. I do research all yep. the time. Um, so I do research in compensation and human resources research. So like talent management, total rewards. Um, and the way we work is sort of members based. So lots of companies come and they pay their membership fees for the year. And we give them a bunch of research reports. We give them custom research services. Um, we do little requ- one-off requests. So every any given day, I could be doing like a literature review or putting together a survey or writing, you know, a really long report. Okay. So it, it can vary. So you're a researcher by choice. Correct. <laughs> yeah, <just a> second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I... I I went to school, loved research when I was in school, yep. didn't love academia. 
Mm. So I left for the real world. Also, I was studying work and people in work, and I realized that it doesn't make sense to continue studying that if I've never actually spent any time in the real world working. That's fair. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it makes sense. So I made a shift for a while, and it was fun, but I like the like intellectual challenge of research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I came back to. Yeah, and I'm sense. pretty happy right now. So <laughs> So right now obviously you're stu- like you said you're studying uh, compensation and human resources, mm-hmm. but is there an area of passion that you have when it comes to any types of research? Um I would say that so my undergrad thesis and my master's thesis both sort of had to do in some ways with gender. Okay. So I'm really into like the women in leadership stuff, um, mm-hmm. development of women and su- succession planning, because, you know, I don't know the actual statistic, but something like 85% of CEOs in the Fortune 500 companies are still men. Yeah, right. And as we know, women make up more than 50% or almost 50% of the workforce now. So mm-hmm, hopefully sure. those numbers will start to change. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in working towards making that happen faster. Okay. That's great. Cool. And, and out of curiosity, like what, 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 what were some of your findings? Um, in, in, my, in, in, in summary. My, yeah. Yeah. In your theses. Um, if well, you can, obviously it's a while. Yeah, ago, I mean, the undergrad stuff is not really as related. Yep. In my master's, we did stuff on research on social competence, like emotional intelligence. Okay. Do you know much mm-hmm. about emotional intelligence? A little bit, yeah. Somewhere, yeah. As, so, as men, I, statistically, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of what our study was. So mm-hmm. we were looking at. Um, basically expectations of people's emotional intelligence and how people have higher expectations for women in terms of emotional intelligence, because Mm. a lot of it's like empathy, understanding, taking the time to like sort of the stereotype of the nurturing persona, but it's actually emotional intelligence is a predictor of success in work. Like you're a lot more likely to help out your colleagues and to go over and above the role that's expected of you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have emotional intelligence, you're often more likely to be a successful leader because mm-hmm. you can read other people in the room. Um, and because you'll sort of, if you're in a room with 10 people and there's two people who are really carrying the conversation, you might notice that and see maybe there's someone else who wants to pipe in right. and call on them or something just to sort of balance the conversation a little bit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it can be beneficial in a lot of ways. So back to the research, baby, basically what we found was that <laughs> <laughs> baby. We, we all have a baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. We, had, we had to adjust it. So <laughs> keep going. Basically what we found is that because there are higher expectations for women in terms of emotional intelligence, they don't actually get much of an advantage in the workplace um, because if a man sort of says or is unwilling to help on something, it's, oh, it's okay. He's just a dude, you know? Okay. So mm-hmm. the expectation yeah. isn't there. Yep. Whereas if a woman is not empathic and thoughtful and those things, it's she's cold or right. like, I mean, this is, right. this is all. You know, I'm sure you've heard about all this, all those words, cold and those kinds of things in the media. And it's not black and white. And, you know, don't quote me on on all of this. Oh, we will. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I guess you have it on tape now. (laughs) Sure, easy to. Uh, So, uh, again, I, I, I... 
I know you're sort of just going off your your memory as well, but I just just out of curiosity, like, did you get into how to fix this or or, or possible ways to to sort of rectify that difference? So that actually is kind of that question is kind of part of why I decided I wanted to leave academia because a lot of what is in academia, at least in what I was studying, um, had to do with developing and furthering theory which is great and it's really useful because it yeah. can lead to bigger and bigger changes and eventually will res- will potentially result in big changes in the real world. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that in what I was doing, there was enough work being done to sort of say, okay, this is what we found. This is what it means in the workplace. This is These are some real action items that yeah. businesses can take to improve on it. Yeah. Um, so we didn't really derive any conclusions. What I'm doing now is a lot more like that. Okay. So, you know, a client will come and ask us a question, do companies have um, targets for women in leadership roles? And we do a lit review and say, yes, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Um, what are those targets? But then also, what are the benefits of having them or or disadvantages? Because mm-hmm. targets aren't always good. Yeah. Um, and what are some of the tactics you can put in place to improve that succession plan? Yeah. What, what do you think of maybe other targeted plans in general, or maybe even like an example, the, the liberals new cabinet being 50% women. Or do you have any, any outstanding thoughts I on mean, that? I wish that it happened more naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, instead of like, a, a, yeah, exactly instead of 50. anyone having to declare right. that there's a target, like really, if we're all seen as equals, it should just happen naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think eventually it will. Right. Um, it's the same thing with like homosexuality, right? Like I feel like yep. eventually people shouldn't have to actually come out. Yep. It's just you are the way you are. Sure. Right, and yeah. I think it's the same way in that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know a, a whole lot about it. Do you guys have issues? I mean, not, not issues. <laughs> Ooh. Do you have uh, <laughs> Uh, thoughts about the issue because I've heard you know it's obviously it's good to uh, to include women in, in these positions but then some uh, criticism of it was that people either felt that they were being passed over because they were men or or were be were passed over or just know? feel mm-hmm. like the people who get hired aren't qualified right, right? yeah that's yeah. the bigger issue that I've yeah. had as well and I think sorry no, part go, of go part of what's important is not just setting a target for, you know, by 2020, we're going to have 40% women on our board of directors or something Mm -hmm. like that. But it has to go much sooner than that. Like we have to go and say, in the succession plan, we need women in senior management to get coaches and mentors and sponsors who will help develop them so that they are as qualified as that man Mm -hmm. for the CEO position. And then it should just happen naturally. So so to establish that baseline, Mm -hmm. and and that's the thing is that to to get there, it seems like that's where there's been a struggle because Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like I've, I've heard over the years and even potentially over the past decade that, yeah, we should have more, you know, uh, uh, whether it's from a, uh, 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 pol- politician point of view, I guess, or in terms of representation, or whether it's just senior management at a, at a corporation, we've been saying for years that we need more women in these positions. But the fact is, I don't know 
how how advanced we've we've we, we've we've come mm-hmm. or how far we've come since ten years ago in terms of our those stats. So when you look at the cabinet, at some point in time, you do sort of need to just be like, okay, you know what, we're yeah. we're going fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. I think one of the interesting things about the cabinet is yeah. that it is renewed. So Trudeau picked thirty brand new people, right? Yeah, right yeah. Whereas a CEO or a board of directors, you know, people stay in that role for a decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So turnover is much slower. So it's going to take a lot longer to get to those equal levels of representation. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if I think that we should have targets or not. I think maybe right. in some cases we should, in others we shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think in a lot of places it is happening naturally. Yeah. Mm. Um, but some companies have really entrenched, you know, one person picks their successor and their successor is often someone similar to who they are. Yeah. So, you Which know, sometimes not, you yeah. do need a, a policy in place to shake things up. Yeah. And, you know, just speaking from the, the uh, perspective of working for the federal government. Uh, employment equity is obviously a very big thing, mm-hmm. and, and that extends beyond gender. It comes down to race. It comes down to uh, – uh, I'm not sure if sexual orientation is actually part of it. Uh, and women are doing but, better yeah. than other minorities. Absolutely. You know, so, and, and specifically where I work, it's, yeah. it's female-dominated fields. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and HR, for example, uh, definitely a female-dominated field. Healthcare. Yeah, exactly. There's there's another example. But yeah, you know, I mean, we're, we're talking about gender. We're talking about disabilities as well. Mm-hmm. We're talking about aboriginals. Yeah, uh, we're talking about uh, uh, visible minorities, and it's at a point now where you know. Recently, I, I read a few studies of a few government organizations that said, "Listen, we are looking at the labor market availability, and we see this percentage is available, but for whatever reason, this organization's uh, representation is far below that, or those who do get hired that are in one of those uh, areas." tend to leave more than they tend to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so you do need to set targets to establish the baseline. It's going back to what we talked about before. And I think the thing is, is that you can't just set a target and just shut up about it and not do anything else. Right. Yeah. Like there's a lot more that has to go into it. So like sure. you said, you can appoint a black female CEO, sure. but if she's surrounded by white dudes a bunch of 65 year old white men yeah. it might be a toxic environment right like yeah. she might yeah, not yeah, sure. get treated with any credibility yeah. so i mean maybe she is more likely to leave so you have to you have to address all different portions of the situation yeah. Yeah. and it's hard and, and, and <laughs> there's ways there's ways to do it systematically as well like there's this thing called uh, there's a course called uh gender bias analysis or something it's like gba plus mm-hmm. i think is the name of the course and even when it comes to whether it's assessing applications or, or something like looking at something but removing all references to gender, yeah, makes Remove a someone's difference. name, yeah. I, I, whether it's a name or a, a references to he or she, mm-hmm. just they or whatever is neutral, apparently made a difference in terms of how how genders were treated. It, yep. That was the only way to make sure it was equal. And for whatever reason, there there tended to be a bias towards men mm-hmm. in, in, in the studies that they had done. Even mm-hmm. like uh, I've read, uh, if we're go- going in, like you can go all the way back to as early as high school and yeah. find like even math math uh, classes where teachers will grade students and based, even even female teachers will grade students based on the name that they see at the top. So if, they, if they're asked to grade papers, but there's no name assigned or if there's a name assigned that it's, that it's a male name versus female name, even if they fill it out the same way that 
the even for female teachers that females tend to do worse. Yeah, it's, yes. it's which, so which, weird. Yeah, it, yeah, and and yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, I'm talking uh, grammatically but, incorrect. I'm sorry to say they instead of he or she. No, it's it's just a non-gendered but, pronoun. That's it. Yeah, but, I, I, mean, thought, I, I see what you're saying in terms of plural. But I, yeah. I feel like I've been corrected for saying. They. We both took the same writer's craft that right? in grade 12. <laughs> yeah, man, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I think it's probably out out of date because yeah, that's that's maybe. the. Yeah, I th- you might be right, Rob. That yeah. I think it's wrong. Okay, grammatically, what, what, what not, is not morally? Somebody Google. <laughs> what is correct then? He slash she? No, uh, he not or that. she. He or she. No, he or she. Yeah. Oh, the, I, they is the that's yeah. the thing. Anyway, that that For turned sure into now. a yeah. Uh, an awesome discussion. <laughs> but let's uh, let's take a break from that. Let's go to a segment. Keegan, uh, what's Classic Ottawa? Classic Ottawa. Okay. I'm trying to settle down. I'm trying to liven it up. Okay. People hear a news segment. It's not exactly uh, uh, exciting. But it is very exciting. It's uh, We're going to talk about the news in, in Ottawa. That's our tagline. Yes, you think uh, it's not exciting, but it is. Uh, here's what's going on in the city. A Gatineau man was given 27 demerit points for speeding more than 100 kilometers over the speed limit. The man was severely disappointed when he tried to redeem the points for a prize. Do you have any demerit points? <laughs> I do not. No. That Don't even cool. have a speeding ticket. I have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have some from a speeding ticket out near Nipigon, Ontario. Mm. But don't they decay? Like, do you still have them? Decay? I, uh, I, I don't know if that's the word. Word. what does that word. Wow. Uh, <laughs> they lapse, maybe? Is it better? <laughs> Lost no, they be decay. Better. After a few years, they, <laughs> they fade away. They yeah. over time. Uh, you <laughs> know what? I think Keegan likes this word. The other day, I asked yeah. him, what's the opposite of growing on somebody? And he said, decaying off somebody. It sounds very deep <laughs> when you say it. My love for you is decayed, oh, I said no. to Amon. That is such a sad statement. <laughs> yeah, it but is. It, so if sad. your aim is to hurt someone, it's very, very effective. Oh. Yeah. Uh, a new study has found that Ottawans have more confidence in their police than Canadians in other cities. According to results, residents feel that Ottawa police respond faster or more, are more approachable and murder less people than other police forces. That's, that's good. That's, that's yeah. good news. Very it's good, good to, to hear. It's good to live in Ottawa. I'm glad I moved back here. <laughs> there you go. An assistant crown attorney was charged with impaired driving over the weekend after crashing his vehicle into a sign truck. Mr. Humphreys could not be reached for comment, but is expected to prosecute himself in court. <laughs> not the joke I would have picked. Obviously not. Uh, and finally, an Ottawa man was taken to hospital early Sunday morning after being knocked unconscious in a strip club brawl. The man reportedly clashed with security after he tried to tip a dancer with his presto card. <laughs> that is the news. You have a presto? I just got a presto card. Good. I, I got mine for free because they were giving Did you not yeah, have yeah. one? No, because I thought it was dumb. I don't want to get a new... Th- Do you know how much more bus fare is without That's using that? That's why I told you. cents it's more. It's ridiculous. Well, or were you t- using tickets or cash? I was using tickets. Yeah, oh, that's okay. different. Okay. Yeah. That's it. But, uh, yeah, but it is ridiculous. Getting yeah. older and more crotchety. And I was like, I don't need another thing in my wallet. As opposed to the bus tickets, which are where? Yeah, but they're like <laughs> this thin. All right. This. But how many of them do you have? Yeah, I guess a bunch. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. And apparently, Amon was saying his auto loads. Yeah, like at a certain yeah. threshold. As soon as it gets to like five bucks or like a little higher than that, maybe. which I haven't you figured out yet. You do have to yet. set it to do yeah, that. It doesn't oh, no, just I, do I it because it's, it's a little like, bit of work. But that's it. Yeah, I'm trying we to. We noticed it pays your off. presto balance was getting low, so we <laughs> topped it up for you. I'm trying to set. Paul? I'm trying to set it so mine auto loads from Amon's credit card. That's my new goal. Have you seen it, by the way? My credit card? It's gone. Oh, by the way, what's your what's your CCV? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Anyway, sorry. That was uh, 
sorry that that uh, outro decayed, but that was the news. <laughs> I, uh, I, like, that's I, not bad. I I joke about it before, but I think I'm legitimately starting to hate you. <laughs> Keegan is no longer a friend of the show. <laughs> Enemy of the show. Uh, okay, so Monica, you're back in Ottawa. What are the top five things you're looking forward to? Maybe top three. Holy. Top three. <laughs> top three. Let's do three. Top three. Yeah. Okay. Top th- three things now that you're back in, not just back in the city, you're downtown, you're in center town. You're in my hood. Uh oh. As they call it. <laughs> they call it a monster. Just you. Yeah. <laughs> just me. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm excited to see what kind of li- live music scene there is here. Live music. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've already been to a few shows yep. and really cool venues, so awesome. I'm excited about that. Um, Including former Ottawa guest Megan Miller. Megan Miller. There you go. Yeah. Yep. And Valois. Yep. And she's doing a show with And the Kids. I heard, yes. In like a couple weeks. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. She didn't even ask me to plug this, and I'm plugging it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> how good a friend you are. I know. Or how into the local scene you yes. are. Both, even. Both, yeah. There you go. Or how many Facebook <laughs> invites I get to. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> my God. I'm going for the jugular. So, okay. definitely not excited yeah. to hang out with them all. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Ever again. That's it. Or maybe what is some stuff that you have done that you're, you know, recently? <laughs> or you can continue. Just, just, oh, sorry. I thought you were I have one. Stuff. I have okay. one thing that I'm also excited to do in Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, what's that? Which is do more outdoorsy things. Like what? What does that mean? Um, well, we live close to decent ski hills, right? which I'm oh, yeah. excited to get back into. I used to snowboard and go like once a year. Okay. Might try and go like two or three times this year oh, yeah. to one of the local hills. Setting big right. goals. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. What are you like, Packingham or Fortune? Packingham. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. I'm not into skiing. There's one hill at Packingham. Takes about thirty seconds to get down. Yep. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Because you can just bomb it because it's super easy. All right. Um, that's the kind of snowboarder I am. I don't go on black diamonds. (laughs) I prefer like blue square maximum difficulty level and just bomb them. Mm -hmm. Nice. Those those black diamonds, I don't know how you're supposed to do them. Like I'm not a very good skier. You're like sitting on on your butt sliding. Yeah, I feel like I'm going (laughs) to fall over just standing. So I have a question about this. When you say, because I feel like I have bombed a hill, like you said. But I feel like there's two kinds of bombing a hill. There's one where you have no control, and then there's one where you're actually good and have control. I've only done the out-of-control one, where I almost died at the end. Mm-hmm. But are you talking about the in-control one, or are you just letting I, loose? I am an in-control one. Okay, nice. I like I like sports that are technically extreme sports that I do in a very non-extreme <laughs> way. <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm not a risk-taker, I admit. <laughs> right. No, that's it. I mean, it's better than yeah. me. I did it by accident, I just accidentally turned my skis down and was going too fast to slow down until the bottom but yeah but it feels good afterwards when you realize you've okay. lived through yeah. it <laughs> it's like oh sweet i survived yeah uh, have you skied anywhere exotic uh whistler a couple years oh, ago that's pretty hard yeah. definitely counts that's very extreme isn't it isn't it like crazy it's really different mm-hmm. so have any of you guys been to trombla yes so no trombla is a big mountain but it's it's steep and snowy, but there's also a lot of ice. Like that's sort of the mm-hmm. Ontario Quebec skiing way. Yeah. Whereas Whistler is so much heavy powder, or at least right. that's what it was the one day that I skied there. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole different kind of difficult sure. because the icy skiing, it's scary because you could like start bombing the hill with little control really easily. Right. Yep. But in snow, 
or like heavy powder, it's so easy to catch a ridge of your board or ski right. and go flying. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you land yeah. softly. Right. Um, but we went to Whistler on crazy windy day, really cold. There was nobody else on the hill. So we ended up getting to do a ton of runs. Like we did 16 runs in a day. And these nice. runs are not like 30 seconds at Packenham. <laughs> these are like 20 minute runs. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 20 minutes. That's insane. Yeah. That seems well, like a long time. Wow. Like but, I said, yeah. I, I do like my in-control yeah. bombing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the really good skiers, I'm sure, can do it in half that sure. time. It sounds a lot lamer when you say it that way. It took yeah. 20 minutes and it was really like 100 feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a leisurely. I actually walked. Yeah. <laughs> not bad. But that's oh. not as far as you traveled, I understand. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to All travel. Right. <laughs> that's a good segue. It's all right. No. It worked, yeah. kind of. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, talk about traveling there, Monica. <laughs> um... I like to travel. Yep. Yeah. I have done a decent amount of it. I would like to do a heck of a lot more. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are some of the, the better travel spots you've seen? Um, I like to rank things. Okay. Ranking? <laughs> no, no. But they're so different. Just name them. They're so name different. Them. I'm okay. Kidding. Yeah. Greece is amazing food. The islands are gorgeous. Exactly like you would see in a postcard, yep. but not in that you go and you're like, it's exactly what I saw in a postcard. It's, yep. it doesn't disappoint. Yeah. Um, probably the best food I've ever had in my life I had in Greece. Mm-hmm. I also am a garlic fiend, ah. like garlic <laughs> and lemon and everything fresh. Okay. Um, Greece was incredible for that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, recently, well, a couple years ago, I went to, the Netherlands and Berlin with my brother. Okay. And that was also amazing. Berlin is probably one of my favorite cities Whoa. in the world. I think I'm going to Berlin. Really? Yeah. You, he thinks. It's amazing. Yeah. So it's got, I'm not in any way a history buff, but yep. I was so into the history. Like, Very cool. Between the Second World War and the Berlin Wall, yep. like we went on free walking tours that's something you can find in okay, Europe. Nice. like in almost any city you can find a free walking tour mm-hmm. you like tip them a bit at the end but they're so well done and in berlin like we went through all of you know the sites and it's crazy because so much of the city was bombed yeah. that basically all the buildings are new artificial versions of what was there in oh, the cool. 30s and oh, 40s. Yeah. Really? That's, that's yeah. Neat. So none of the buildings are like the originals. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And they have a bunch of like they have they have bricks, gold bricks on the ground where people disappeared. And it has like that person's name. Oh wow! And stuff like it's it's really really it's really heavy deep stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Berlin Wall, which I just know, knew almost nothing about. Right. It only came down in 1989, oh, like yeah. the year we were born. I was just going to say it was that. still up. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. I think there's a piece of that. In the war, war museum, sorry. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, being me, Monica and I, these guys are a bit older. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why I make that Old clear. <laughs> it, it's important. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, you guys were also alive when the Berlin Wall was Yeah, they I saw it. Was. I, I did see it. Yeah, I was there. No, <laughs> I was not. I was, I was not. Uh, we have another uh, segment, eh, Kate? Oh, we do. Okay, Monica. We. Uh, <laughs> I know you're a big sense fan. I am, yes. Guilty. Well, we will see. <laughs> Because I've devised uh, a new segment, might be a recurring segment, probably not, uh, called <laughs> Ottawa Senator or Senator from Ottawa. In this, <laughs> in this segment, I'm going to name a name. You have to guess if the person I'm naming 
is a former member of the hockey franchise, the Ottawa Senators, or if they sat in the Canadian Senate and are also from Ottawa. Just to let you know ahead of time, the only way I'm going to get these right is by knowing Ottawa Senators players and not because I know anyone who is in the Senate. You did yourself some credit. You You said you weren't a history buff. (laughs) Uh, Let's put that to the test. We usually like to make this a competition because it's, uh, I think it's fun to watch them on Rob lose at stuff. Mm. So we'll have Team Ottawa versus Team Monica, unless you want to change your team name. Team Monica. Monica's groovy team. Monica's yeah. groovy <laughs> team. Great. You're very good with these team names. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, and we'll alternate who gets to guess first. All right. Okay. Uh, Monica, you can guess this one first. Napoleon Belcourt. Is that an Ottawa uh, I senator? I thought you were going to give me two. Or and a, I was going to have to pick oh, one no, or I'm the sorry. other. Mm. Is that an Ottawa two. senator or a senator from Ottawa? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Are we- I'm going to say a senator from Ottawa. Okay. Ottawa, do you want to agree or do you want to disagree? I'll agree with that. Yeah. I, I'm i intrigued because I was thinking senator the entire time when you first told me that name before we even started recording, but didn't I didn't get any lead information, but mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be senator from Ottawa, but now I'm, now I'm second guessing myself, but I guess I should stick with my gut. Senator from Ottawa, what do you think? Same thing. Yeah. I mean, okay. He is a senator from Ottawa in office from 1896 to 1907. I can already tell this is going to be a riveting game. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to make for fun yeah. audio. Fun fact, oh, no. he died August 7th, 1932. No, that is fun. <laughs> that's, that's pretty fun. Okay. We're going to teach Keegan a definition There's of the word fun. There's nothing yeah. else on yeah. his Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, next one coming up. Uh, I, don't, I hope I'm saying this right. Marion Hosa. Oh, this one's a uh, tough Team Ottawa. One. Oh, damn. Is that an Ottawa senator or a senator from Ottawa? I guess Chicago Blackhawk. Mm-hmm. But former Ottawa senator. Yes, exactly. Uh, senator Monica. I agree. Monica agrees. Of course, Marion Hosa is a former Ottawa senator. Uh, oh, Mon was making a joke that he currently plays for Chicago. That went over my head because I, oh my I don't know. Really didn't uh, get that. <laughs> I thought he was talking about a tribe or something. Leading our oh, hockey pool no. right now, by the way. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it. it's yeah. really funny. I think it adds insult to injury that I don't know anything about hockey. It does. It's killing me. I'm crushing people. Yeah. Okay, so the score is 2 2. Okay, next one Daniel Lapierre. Hmm. Uh, Monica, it's your turn. I feel like that sounds like an Ottawa senator. Okay. Ottawa senator, guys. Hey, yeah. Check your phone. I'm on. Look, look, look at my phone right now. There's, there's nothing. His phone is. <laughs> oh, it's all, his phone is the worst. It's all butts. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Anyways, I feel like this is the point where we should diverge. Oh, we're going to end up with a tie game. You know what? Let's do it. Senator from Ottawa. Yeah. All right. A, f- a flimsy <laughs> a line of reasoning from the Ottawa team. <laughs> Uh, and an ill-advised one. He is, in fact, was in fact an Ottawa senator. Uh, played for the Arizona Sun Dogs, and then was called up to the Ottawa Senators, and then the St. Louis Blues. Even when huh. uh, eighty-nine. Okay, so oh, no, around sorry. the time the Berlin Wall fell, nineteen ninety-two. The Senators were literally not yeah. a team at <laughs> that point. That's a thing. <laughs> all right, so that's three-two for Monica. Oh, I'm bored. All right, all right, <laughs> two more. <laughs> Uh, this next one, Jim Munson, Team Ottawa. It's your move, Senator from Ottawa. Agreed, Monica. What do you think? 
I think I agree with them. You think? Make a decision. I agree with them. Final answer. <laughs> she agrees. And both teams are correct. December 10th, 2003, he was appointed to the Canadian Senate by Jean Chrétien. Oh, nice. You know what? I, you know what's nice about this? Amon's bored, I'm but so, I'm learning. I'm, you are. We are learning. Yeah. I'm so bored. This is, this is a mess. Who? Where else would you learn that Napoleon Belcourt died in 1932? <laughs> yep. That's true. Nowhere else. <laughs> and for good reason. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Oh, I think I just showed him accent. Okay. I didn't see. <laughs> Charles Lawrence Bishop. Hmm. Monica, I believe it's your go. Ottawa f- senator or senator from Ottawa. Okay, that sounds like a senator from Ottawa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also a middle name Which involved. is part of why I want to go with Ottawa senator. Very tricky. Okay, oh. Monica's saying Ottawa senator. I'm just going to. I'm going to say senator from Ottawa. Yeah, agreed. Senator from Ottawa. Unfortunately, Monica, he was a journalist no! from Ottawa and uh, was appointed to the Canadian Senate. Actually, he's originally born in Bear River, Nova Scotia. That's but he started his journalist career in Ottawa and was was taken on in 1960. Stop talking. That's awesome. Yeah. No, this is this much. is the only this point is, of this exercise. This well, is too much. Anyways, uh, I think that's a tie. That's a tie. Yeah. A tie. Right. That's a tie, and I don't know any more senators. Or Senators. So we're going to end that one in a tie game. This has been Ottawa Senator or Senator from Ottawa. Listeners, if you hated that game, please mail us. Email us, I guess. Or mail us. Yeah, please mail us. Yeah. We love getting mail. I'll take that just to put it on Keegan's uh, fridge. If you can uh, find Amon's address, mail him. Uh, we should play that with another guest and another team. Like What what, what other team could we play that with? Jazz or Literally Jazz. Literally any hockey team. You could. No, but I mean, like, has to, you have to think of like something that's... Senator from oh, Ottawa ish. Like, jazz or jazz? Jazz or jazz. Jazz musician or a former Utah jazz player. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Ottawa Senators worse the best though. There's Washington Nationals in baseball. Capitals. Yep. Uh in, well, there's, in, also, in well, there's only one Washington Capital, isn't there? Yeah. Washington. It's a pretty DC. dumb name. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, sorry, that was the thing. Nice. Monica, what do you think about hockey? You you you're like a hockey fan? I like hockey. Are you pro hockey? <laughs> I Why are you am making an issue? Pro hockey. <laughs> gotta take a stand. Um, what, what do you think of the uh, potential arena downtown? That's what I meant to ask. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about this? I have heard about it. Um, I think it's probably a good idea. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. The people of Glebe would probably be up in arms about it. Even though it's nowhere near them. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, where where did the, uh, where Le, are they predicting to put it? Le Breton is where they're hoping. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Uh, what are your the thoughts? The people of Glebe will still probably well, be a, upset. Absolutely. <laughs> well, as a person who was born and raised in Ottawa, uh, you knew you know that uh, they built the Palladium back then, is what it was called. Now Canadian Tire Center. Uh, like what? It was Corral Center in, for in, us. In, in, yeah. yeah and then Scotiabank Place. Yeah. Then. Well, it's on Palladium <laughs> Drive, right? Uh, but it was in 1992, whatever it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it's a relatively new arena. What are your thoughts on replacing it as early uh, as, as you're planning? Um, I mean, I don't know if the Sense franchise would pay for it is one thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, another thing is I'm curious to see if that's what has the effect on Sense fans going to games or whether it's just that the generation that grew up as Sens fans is finally 
old enough in the next coming years to be able to afford to go to Sens games. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. what it is. Um, it is a long way to commute if you live in the East End, though. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even, even from downtown. So, right? I mean, yeah. I think it would be good for the fan base to move more central. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon. Yep. Makes sense. Uh, coming from Ottawa, it just that's the way it's always been. Mm-hmm. But uh, looking back now, it seems very bizarre to have your main, like, well, one of your main venues for sports or concerts be like way out on one end of the city. Yeah, and, and you yeah. know, to be fair, it was probably a lot cheaper for them. But but exactly. Yeah. But yeah, you look at the ACC in Toronto downtown. You think of the Bell Center in Montreal downtown, Vancouver, Cal- Calgary's, Calgary's downtown, downtown. And I think yeah. when when it was built, and I started being a Sens fan. I didn't think that it was weird for it to be where it was yeah. for two yeah. reasons. I hadn't been to other cities, like games in other yeah, cities, right. yep. but also because I lived in the West End. Oh, yeah. we right. So it wasn't that hood. far. Sure. But now when I have more perspective of people who live all over the city, yeah. it's not really fair. <laughs> what, what do you think of the arena as a whole? Like the one that's there right now? I think it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can center ice top level of the 300 levels yep great seat oh yeah makes sense cool so i have no complaints about it makes sense i mean if i can go and see a game and be excited to be in with the hubbub then the hubbub yeah oh yeah makes i'm sense. happy to do it okay cool and what do you think of the sense so far this season they're doing better than i expected i think yep I think every year they surprise in one direction. This year it happens to be in a good direction. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I recently someone said to me that the Habs, the Leafs, and the Sens all do the same thing in that they all do kind of mediocrely every year. Hmm. Every year, a couple of them, two out of three or one out of three, will get into the playoffs. Yep. And you're going to get into the playoffs. You're not going to win the cup. And then you don't go back to the drawing board because you yeah. made it or you got close yeah. to making it. I mean, I think that actually this year, that's a bit of a stretch to say because the Leafs are not doing great and yep. the Habs are doing awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but I think that's a fair point to make for the sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's because we've been like seventh to eleventh for the last seven years. Yeah, yeah, I, and I saw that with the Leafs for like from like what two thousand four to what two thousand ten, eleven type thing, and mainly like ninth or tenth, right? And, that, mm-hmm. and like that sucks, just meet, miss the playoffs at that point. But yeah, but yeah, you can almost say that about Canadian teams as a whole, right? Like some of them might make it. Vancouver historically has has done pretty well, but I yeah. think they're sort of waning a bit. But but I even think that's just. <clears throat> that just happens over time, right? Yeah. Like the Sens had a great year in 2007. They did, yeah. And then it's all been downhill from there, kind of. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, Edmonton's got to get good at some point. Like on paper. <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on yeah. paper, they should get good. Yeah, but. yeah, that makes sense. That's an interesting concept about what you're saying, that mediocrity kind of uh, stifles innovation, you know, because you do, you do uh, fairly well, you do okay, and it, it just seems... Kind of, you don't want to risk going backwards by by reinventing something and doing something drastic. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. And all the teams. That was very deep. All the teams, like if you look at Pittsburgh, yeah, they got Crosby, Flurry, and Malkin in True. two years in drafts yep. because they were mm-hmm. bottom. Yeah, yeah. One of which by a lottery, right? Yeah, Crosby was won right. by a, yeah mm-hmm. an actual lottery, but but I think one of them. Yeah, like they, because they yeah they they tanked or whatever. I don't remember that clearly, but yeah. I think that that's sort of. That's kind of what the Leafs are going for. 
So they, I, I they, wanted, sure. I hope they so. wanted it last but, year. But it's not working for Edmonton. But but yeah, I, yeah. I, I would hope I would hope so for the Leafs. Not working mm-hmm. yet, well, but what, I think it will. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. In theory. What well, are what are your feelings towards the Leafs? Well, having lived for the past eight slash nine years in basically Leafs fan territory, mm-hmm. because Kingston is I'd say of Habs, Leafs, and Sens, yeah. Sens are the least well-represented okay. in terms of fans. Yep. Leafs more so, probably just because of the sheer numbers of people who live in Toronto. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, makes sense. you know, yeah, 10 yeah. times as many people come to Kingston. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm from a place called Elliot Lake, Ontario. Mm. And uh, did you know that, Keegan? Did you know I was from Elliot Lake? Uh, yeah. uh, someone had mentioned it. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's every also episode. Leafs territory. Yeah, I know. Every, every <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leafs territory as well. I think he throws it into every conversation. I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some it's running like, gag he does. Uh, Keegan and I were hanging out with uh, with a friend uh, on uh, or a couple of friends on on Friday, and they're like, uh, one of them was just like, "Oh yeah, you're from uh, you know your hometown of North Bay." I'm like, "What? How do you not know I'm from?" <laughs> I bring it up all the time. <laughs> anyway, uh, that said, I think we've are we are yeah we're, we're at time. time we're at time. Uh, so what we'll do is uh, first of all, thanks for joining us. On this podcast, thank you. You're forgetting Se- how we end the show. Yeah. yeah. Second like of all, uh, second of all, Keegan, could you tell oh, the listeners yeah. where they can find us? Mm. We're at uh, www.ottawatpodcast.com. At Twitter, we are at Ottawa Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can mail us at, or email us. <laughs> <laughs> you can internet mail us at mail at ottawatpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, leave us a review on uh, iTunes or somewhere else. Or yep. Send us some feedback. Yeah, or like sure. us on Facebook. Just do something. Yep. Acknowledge our existence. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much just <laughs> let us know that you are you out there. Exist. Yeah. Please, we're stuck in here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Rob. What's uh, what's Audible? Uh, well, first off, first of all, I'll just briefly thank again Brew Donkey for for supporting the show and for giving us a tour ticket. Yeah. Uh, head to Podcast dot com slash Brew Donkey to get uh, entry details for this week and uh you can also support us if you and if you like audiobooks you can support us by going to audibletrial.com slash auto what uh audible is an audiobook service they have over one hundred eighty thousand different titles to choose from uh, and they have apps for iphone for android and you can listen on the web uh yeah so this uh, heading to audibletrial.com slash auto what will get you a free audiobook download as well as a free 30-day trial i mentioned last week that the harry potter books are all now on audible so if you want to listen to the listen to the uh, Harry Potter books, uh, have someone read it to you, then you should go do that. Oh, you're that a big sounds Harry Potter amazing. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> who right. who reads them? Do you know? I don't know. I just heard they were there. I didn't Steve look any further into hopefully. it. Oh, I really hope so. <laughs> That's my bad. Either that or Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that, Rob and uh, Monica. Anything you want to promote yourself? I have nothing to promote. Okay. Well, wow. then you have one thing so left to selfless. do. Selfless. It's to say out of what? Out of what?